Lord, um, I ask you to take um, total authority in this room, in both our buildings, top to bottom, front to back, side to side, in the name of Jesus. And then we ask you to speak to us individually and together. We ask that in Jesus' name. So I'm going to 1 John 1 here just a minute. I'm just going to do the 10 verses of 1 John 1 um, because it's hard to do, jump in. I'd kind of like to have jumped in in chapter 2, but uh, no. Last time I, I had spoken, I was speaking from Second Peter and doing the, the last um, chapter and a half or so of Second Peter, and I got into thermonuclear. Uh, some of you said, wow, that was interesting, and, and others looked at me like the family dog turned sideways, like, what? What, what's, what does he want me to do? Go out? Roll over? Bark? That kind of thing. So uh, <laughs> I'm going to do a little bit more stuff like that, not not because I'm trying to, but because when you're sitting still saying, what do you want to talk about, Lord? And then you start having stuff coming in your head. And then as I was talking to Bruce and Bruce not knowing it, he qu quoted Michael Bynum from a long time ago talking about chaos and order. I went, oh my goodness, I really do have something weird here. Okay, so I'm not real knowledgeable about Chinese uh, cosmology, cosmology, cosmology. Cosmology. It's like the word cosmos and then ology, which is a study of. But Okay. So they have a couple of different things. I'm not going to talk about I Ching because I don't really know about I Ching. Even when I read about it, I go, I don't understand it. But yin yang, I do. You, you, you ever seen the yin yang symbol? Yeah. If you, if, you, you know, if you had any friends that were hippies, somebody had it. Some, and there's always on the back of somebody's car. Got a circle. Got a thing that looks sort of like a protozoa thing or maybe, I don't know. And one's black and one's white, and they fit together, right? Okay, so, yes. Right, so forget that. This is really ancient, okay? Don't go into your age on me. It just, we're, look, before, yeah, old, old, old age, okay? Okay, so in their, in their mindset, they believed that the universe created itself out of a primary chaos of material energy organized into cycles of yin and yang and formed into objects and lives. So this dualism says that for everything that's this way, there is one this way. If there is black, there is white. If there is hot, there is cold. If there is male, there is female. This is the ancient Chinese thing. Now, as, as life cycles to them, they thought the beginning was chaos, and the chaos turned into order. Now, I'm not to make fun of that, but we're Christians. We come from the Jewish point of view, which is exactly backwards from that. Our point of view is that the Creator who is we can know, but we cannot know to the point of... You ever have people that... I'm just going to kind of ramble a little bit here. 
you have people that come up and, and start explaining to you exactly that they know what's going on in the world and that they understand God completely, that's crazy. You don't ever have any of those. I'll, try, I'll send one to you. <laughs> I'll send them over and give you a little talking. A little. You're standing there looking at them going, first of all, you're not trying to be impolite, but first of all, if you had this information, you would be God. Finite beings cannot explain him. We can know him enough to relationally connect with him. But, you know, and he says that finally there will, a day will come when we will know each other face to face. You know, there's a scripture even in the Old Testament that a guy's having an encounter with an angel. And, it, and it, the Jewish people liked in, the, in, the, in naming it had part of the personality and the, and the background of the person. So that, like, my name is James, which comes, you know, from the word Jacob, from English. And Jacob means the surplanter. Now, what does that mean? He's a schemer. His name means he's a schemer in Hebrew. Was Jacob a schemer? Yep. Yep. Right? So in this particular encounter, I didn't take time to go look it up. The guy wants to know, he's been having this time with this angel, and he says, I want to know your name, because you'd know something about the angel if you knew his name. The angel said back to him, first of all, you couldn't even pronounce my name. So there's no point in me saying it to you. So what are you saying? Human to angels have a certain amount of interconnective can contact, but then you, 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 you pass a place where you can't figure it out because they're, they're of another order of creation. Okay? So, let me go back to this. So, so, so what's something that we stay in balance is? Like, um, love your neighbor as yourself. You've heard that one, right? So in that, you hear... Love others. Protect yourself. Love your neighbor as yourself. Do you love yourself enough to, to protect yourself? There's a bunch of Christians that do not have fences around themselves. They end up going to a Christian counselor or someone because they couldn't say no. They have a gate that just swings open. They let anybody into their life. They get abused by people. They get physically abused, mentally abused. All kinds of stuff happens. Uh, they end up, the other person is a really good schemer and says, oh, you know, I really need some money. And, man, if you could just loan me $10,000. And the person has $10,000 and gives them $10,000. Only to hear about it later that the other one was just a really good at scheming things now being downtown we're a we're a intersection of scheming <laughs> don't give people your money send those people to me or some of us and we'll talk to them because a lot of times they come to work the church because we're a very open place and we want the balance of loving our neighbor them as ourself, but we also want to practice, since love our neighbor as ourselves, we love ourselves and we put up a gate. We put up a fence that you don't cross. You don't cross in physical ways, 
doing stuff. You don't cross financially. You don't cross. Y'all follow me in this? Okay. Some people don't like that. They like to go. They're all members of the body of Christ, but some people just, it's, it's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable if you're stepping over somebody that's sleeping in your doorway. You know, I've got a lot more comfortable with that. I just want to get whoever stomped the two ketchup packs out in front of the church last night. I would like to see them. The old school teacher part of me would like to, you know. When I was teaching school, I had a paddle. It was legal. Yep. It was taped. I'll protect my hand, protect me, protect them. And uh, I got to use it. Huh? We can talk about that. <laughs> Not Spike. Holes, she's right. I, had, I did have one with her. I, I'm, you've got a good memory. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay. But like teachers next to me, I never took the trash, metal trash can and threw it down the hall. I have, I have seen metal trash cans fly by my art room and go, Mr. H is kind of upset today. I'd be careful going into his room. <laughs> but those days are come and gone. Okay, and John. Ah, so. I want to talk about this dualism for a second. Okay, so. The natural state of the universe. Now, we live in a place that worked from some central location, uh, our astronomy, astronomy people tell us. The outer edges of it are moving con at so fast that almost at the speed of light, moving outward from a central location. Okay? It's called the Doppler effect, and you can tell this, that, that galaxies are moving. Okay? We're not sure exactly, given enough time, what would happen. God will probably be back before it, but there's a possibility that after it kind of acts like a rubber band, it'll go out, and then the attraction of objects to each other will start coming back toward the middle. But we'll have to be around a long time for that, and I know that's not important. I just have to watch my science part. Okay, so the natural state of the universe, is it light or dark? Dark. So, you take, you can have light, but, you, but light has to come from somewhere. But the natural state is not light, dark. It is not dualism, as the Chinese believe. Let me ask you another one. Natural state is, is there equal amounts of heat and cold? There isn't, is there? If you take all the heat away, what do you have? Cold. So if you take all the light away, the natural state is darkness, where scripture talks about outer darkness. Now, parts of the universe has been spreading out, and there are places where one molecule of hydrogen, which is two atoms of hydrogen, makes up this little molecule, it is so thin there that there's only one equivalent of one molecule of hydrogen in one cubic meter. So, you know, cubic meter is 39 inches. Based about this big, one in a space. Now, the Earth is quite dense where we live. They have calculated that the Earth is 
we have in our atmosphere 10 to the 21st power of atoms. That's a lot of zeros. 21 zeros. Okay? There's a lot of atoms here where we live. Okay? So, this time-space universe that you and I are in, and our planet is in, right? In a mil one of the galaxies called, we nicknamed the Milky Way. We're two-thirds of the way out on a spiral arm. It's spiral, so that if you could see it sideways, you would see that it's flatter, it, not equal, like Andromeda, which is going out from all directions. The Milky Way spins slowly, about 100,000 years for, the Earth, for our solar system to get around again in the area of the Milky Way where we are. Okay, so it, it's, a, it, it's a big place, just the Milky Way. But we're just one galaxy among bunches of galaxies out there. Okay, so you're going, where is he going? Just let me go another moment or two. So in outer space, out, the, the mean temperature, the average temperature, not near a sun or not near, so there are solar winds of currents of things. You know, we have a black hole that they've now discovered, and we thought we had one in the Milky Way. Now they know we have a black hole. A black hole is, here, do you want me to run off for no good reason? I don't have this written down. Okay, so, <laughs> the Jimmy that I knew first met him skateboarding in the art room at Hoax Bluff. Uh, a black hole is um, so dense that light cannot leave it. So it's so compacted, there is so much matter in it that light can't get out. So it has a place called the event horizon. So in the event horizon, if you and I could look at it, we would see black nothing visually, and then we would see the bending of, of light. In other words, it wouldn't just be a star right past this black circle. It would be bent a little bit in the, because it's bending photonic energy, light. It's so strong, it's pulling everything into it. None of the light can get out, but, but out here on the edge, on the event horizon, there is a bending of photons. Every so often it, it, it just swallows up planets, solar systems, goes into this dense, very dense black thing. We wouldn't even know it's there except that it gives off certain forms of radiation and we can record it and so we know in this nothing, this is not the movie, you know. It's a kid's movie. What was the actual name of that? Never any story. Okay, the, you know, the nothing was eating, was taking up everything until they had, the princess had one grain of left, right? And so with one grain, there wasn't much left around. And so she needed a name. And so he names Atreyu, Atreyu names the princess, and when he names her, all of a sudden it restores life. Of course, go, go watch The Never Ending Story. We watched it every year, and we would draw from it in uh, school. 
Yeah, that was free. Okay, so the, the coolest possible temperature, the, the, uh, let me go with the natural temperature for just a minute. The, the temperature in outer space is 2.73 Kelvin. Okay, so now in Celsius, which you know of, right, on the Celsius scale, um, which Celsius is zero equals frozen and 100 equals boiling. That's the Celsius scale. So the outer space, I know it's making you frown, I'm sorry. Uh, outer space is a, a minus 270.42 degrees Celsius. So in Fahrenheit, which you and I as Americans like to work in, right, a negative minus 454.75 degrees. Now that's the temperature of outer space. But that is not, do you notice in Kelvin it's 2.73? The Kelvin scale starts with zero. Zero is absolute zero. Now we can, in, we can come up with that, but we can't find it in a natural occurring state. Because at absolute zero, all molecular motion, let's say that we've got one atom of hydrogen you know, it doesn't, not a molecule, that'd be two, but let's just say one. One atom of hydrogen, it's got uh, a proton in the middle, and it's got uh, one electron going around it, right? Okay. When you get to absolute zero, there is no heat energy radiating from this atom at all. It totally stops. It's totally, in a way, frozen. Not the movie. Or, or Frozen 2. I've not seen that one. Okay. It's not that, but it's frozen. So, no movement. Absolute zero. Just want to see if there's anything else. Okay. So, we're dealing with the way we know God has made the universe. The creator said, let there be light. In a place of nothing, total darkness, no matter, he said, let there be light. He introduced matter and time, and this universe is made. It exists within his realm. Okay? John says, What was from the beginning, what we have heard, what we have seen with our eyes, what we have looked at and touched with our hands concerning the word of life, meaning Jesus. And the life was manifested, and we have seen and testify and proclaim to you the eternal life, which was with the Father and was manifested, made known, obvious, you could sense it with our senses, to us. Verse 3, what we have seen and heard we proclaim to you also so that you too may have fellowship with us, horizontal, and indeed, with our, and indeed our fellowship with the Father and with his Son, Jesus the Christ, or Messiah Jesus, the anointed one. 
What is that saying? The creator who is so utterly that we cannot comprehend said, and even the word saying, don't think of it as saying. He communicated, I don't know. Father said, let there be light, and there was light. There was time, space, matter. John has said, not only is all that true, but we have had relationship, friendship. <coughs> we have been there. I have seen there. We have seen Jesus in Greek, Jesus Christ. In Hebrew, Jesus, Messiah Jesus, the anointed one. We know him. We have a relationship with him. You can have a relationship with him. It's almost incomprehensible, except that it's true. Let me tell you a, Sunday, a story from Sunday, but I won't name names. So one of our friend's daughter wants to have a second child. They've been trying and trying, and they've not been able to have one. So he says, hey, if I bring my daughter by church Sunday, we get there right at the end, can you and some others pray for them? Sure. So some of us went over in the other room after church, and we prayed for her. And there was an encounter of God. There was such an encounter of God. God had set up who would be there, who would pray for them. She went home and went to bed for three hours, her dad told me the next day. He says, how are you? I want more of that. <laughs> so she's been in contact with one of our couples that was there praying for her. And her... Um, Estrogen levels and stuff were just almost were non-existent. She's gone to the doctor since last Sunday. They are through the roof. Everything, all the systems will work now. So bless her. Bless her with the next child now. That is normal. That is normal. Because you are not just atoms thrown together, floating through space on a little ball. You are the sons and daughters of the Most High. Your older brother sits at the right hand of the throne of majesty, of God the Creator. Jesus, your older brother, was obedient through his whole life. He deserves the place of authority. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross so that you could all become family with him. He is ready as soon as dad would say, go get him, to go get him. He's waiting because a father is not through with all that he wants.
We, he has chosen for us to be born as humans in time space. And there is a war that goes on about this every day on this planet. Because there's an ever-growing family and there's an enemy ever trying to destroy them. When Moses was in, you know, his mom had to put him in a basket because they knew there was a threat coming, so they killed all the boy babies in Egypt. When Jesus was, you know, been born in Israel, they thought there was a, there was a threat because these guys that studied the stars had seen a pattern in the stars that was unusual and knew that a king had been born someplace and they had followed a star and ended up going to the king of Israel and telling him that we have, we have come from the east, a king has been born. Oh, well, go, go find him and I'll worship him with you. And in a dream, told the uh, stargazers that you better go home another way. So they do. So when the king found out that they had been not come back and had left Bethlehem, he sent his, his guys, his soldiers, he says, kill every boy child two years and younger. And the prophecy was fulfilled that says Rachel and Rachel's of the house, you know, her family was from Bethlehem. And it says Rachel is crying for her children and she could not be comforted. We know that there's important things going on on the earth because this continues. This continues. Lucifer was probably in charge of worship at the throne, but he, he said there are one place in the prophets, there are these five I wills, I will set my throne. You know, a war started because of that. A bunch of those in the angelic realm that had been created that way left with him. So now we have angels that work for God, and we have what we call demons, distorted beings. I don't. I, I I guess technically they could be born that made that way, but I perceive that probably there are angels that went crazy. Because once you leave the presence of God, what are you going to do? You're stuck with just your thoughts and stuff. They you they their hierarchy seems to be uh, the times I've run into them is that one has a power over the other because one's just more powerful than the other one, and they just kind of strong arm each other. But I haven't ever met one of them. I haven't met a lot, but the ones, none of them are sane. They're not. They want a host because they've, they've lost whatever that corporeal thing an angel is. They like humans. They like us as vessels. They want to hang out with humans. Uh, they, you know, sort of like wasps looking for a nest. Verse 4, these things we write so that our joy may be made complete. John's writing this, is this old agent of his, is because he's got the love of God in him. He's hung out with Jesus. He's been filled with the Spirit. He's seen a lot, knows a lot, anointed to write. This, these little letters here that we have near the back of the book. 
Verse 5, this is the message we have heard from him and announced to you, that God is light, and in him there is no darkness at all. Isn't that interesting? That the one who says, let there be light, is himself the source of light. In the new heavens and the new earth, it says in Revelation, book of Revelation, that there will be no need for the sun then because Jesus, the light of all things, will be the source of the light of the new heaven and the new earth. That which was revealed on the mountain that night, and he says that his clothes glowed like the sun. He was fully exhibiting who he was you know, with the three guys with him. That's where you're going to end up. There. Clock is moving along. Peter says we should encourage each other with this talk. John says we should encourage each other with this talk. Because this place is not ruled yet totally by God. The kingdom is here, and then sometimes the enemy has got a stronghold in the area. Our little town, sometimes you meet people. Can you tell that the room is more peaceful? A lot of chaos in here this morning. Now, I'm, we invite them in, not for the chaos but because God loves them. And their lives are chaotic usually. Not a judgment, it just is. There's just stuff like that. Like they'd sung. What's the odds of that? What is that song? I know that song. About five about but don't you love that intro line? Whoever wrote that, just that little. <laughs> God is light in him. There's no darkness. Verse 6, and if we say that we have fellowship with him and yet walk in the darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. John's not getting on to us. He's just telling us the way it is. If, if we say that, We have fellowship with him, and yet we walk in the darkness. We lie, we don't practice the truth, verse 7. But if we walk in the light, as he himself is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. Last week, or maybe some few days before that, I had four different relational relationships let's just say that with four different people and I was just not happy with them I had my reasons but I just was not it but you know what happened it would just it would just eat my lunch every day I would go from one and I'd get that one kind of back on the shelf 
in the box. Three of them are still rolling around the room. Or what, I don't know, what, what can you illustrate that with? I don't want to say cats because then you're a cat lover and I don't want to say dogs. It's just, you know, stuff, just stuff. I never could get all four of them under control. You know, one day, okay, you can go on. Day two, oh gosh, again. Day three, boy, by a week of that, I was just, you know, God was gracious. Last Sunday morning, I was at peace all during the morning into the afternoon. And then Monday morning here, it was like going again. By Monday, I was just beside myself. I wrote one letter to one person, but didn't send it and asked my wife, can I read you my letter to you as if you're them so that I can just get this out of me? She, she was gracious. She said, yes. I read it to her, and then I erased it. And I tell some of y'all, like, pray for me. I'm like, just crazy. And then, for no apparent reason, it started to lift. as it lifted I started feeling God's love for them I knew in my head that it wasn't right what I was holding I couldn't seem to let go of them but as it lifted it was easy to let go of it it was easy to just let it go it's not a movie song Verse 8, if we say that we have no sin, we are deceiving ourselves and the truth is not in us. If you had asked me last week and said, are you okay? And I'd lied to you, yeah, I'm just fine. It's not true. It was, it was not true. I was in the wrong. I knew I was in the wrong, but I liked holding on to it. Doggone it, I was right. They need to repent. If I just send them the right email, certainly they'll go, fall on their knees and go, oh, Jim, you're right. I'm totally in the wrong. Please forgive me. <sighs> but I knew that if I actually did that, because in the past I had done this, and did it go well, and did they fall down? Heck no. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. No, it was gasoline on the fire. I mean, I knew that if I contacted all four of them, it would be so much worse. So you're stuck. I can't let go of it, and I can't get beyond it. So I, I would not say I have no sin. No, I do. And verse 9, I used to have this when I painted it on one of my drawing tables around the frame of the edge in a, in a fancy script that I got one time that I liked. So this verse runs all the way around the edge of my drawing table. And it says, if we confess our sins... That's the first part. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and righteous to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness, from all not acting rightly. If we say that we have not sinned, verse 10, we make him a liar and his word is not in us. In effect, if we say that we're not doing that, then our fellowship is not so smooth between us and him because in effect, yeah, we're 
we're saying you're not right, I'm right. And God loves us, but you know, he'll keep you at a certain distance. You're right there. You're not coming over here until you get right from there with me, with God. So loving, so righteous, so true, so just. Can't do it. Can't do it. The day will come when every knee will bow. Everybody will be face down. Those that are right and those that are not right. Stand up for a second, if you will. Let me show you a real man. (laughs) That was said from a man's heart. That is not of our lineage, naturally. Our natural lineage is Adam. We blame shift. It was the woman. She gave it to me. The natural man doesn't take responsibility. But the spiritual man says that, what you just said, and acts like that. Well said. Bless him, Lord. Yeah. So, there is no light. There is no heat apart from God. We are left with empty nothing, blackness, blackness of blackness. You can't see anything. Outer darkness, outer darkness. Someday, like Peter said, all of the atoms of this universe are being held together by molecular bonding God will simply say let go when he says let go then all the atoms will release all the energy that are in them and we will consume this universe in a thermonuclear exchange of heat and light and then we're ready for a new heaven and a new earth it will end like Peter saw But until then, we serve the kingdom of heaven. You go pray for people in the name of Jesus, not in your name. You know, like the FBI thing, or like the police in Gadsden. If I kick a door down, I'm in trouble, I gotta buy a door and probably a lawsuit. But if they kick a door down, last night I thought the Domino's guy was gonna kick my door down and he had the wrong house. 
sorry. I said it's across the street. First thing I looked for when he was beating on the door was like, do I see any blue lights out there? Okay. I did tell you the time that I found a phone out here in front of the church and I was going to turn it into to the police the next day and I put it in my car. It was still functioning. The screen was broken, but the phone was functioning and they were tracking the phone. And I had six police cars show up Sunday afternoon and early evening at my house. And I taught one of the guys, hey, Mr. Bailey, hey, we're looking for this phone. Oh, yeah, 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 I got it. I found it out on the street in front of the church. Here. I don't suppose in your garage you have a car. There was a car missing, too. <laughs> I said, <laughs> no, I just taken the phone. I was going to bring it downtown tomorrow. Next time I'll just drop it off immediately <laughs> since, the, since the tracking part was working. But they didn't kick out their guns or anything. There was like six of them. They're like, then the neighbors want to know, why has Jim got six police cars out here? It was pretty, all these blue lights flashing. <laughs> yeah. the, rest, the rest of the town was not safe, but my house was safe. <laughs> okay, so here, here's a postscript, okay, to last week. When you pray for somebody, because Jesus is having you to pray, get someone to cover you after. This is not fear-based. This is just the way it is. When you pray and you serve the kingdom of heaven, the renegades come after you temporarily. They, they go on after a while, but they come after you. And to the degree that the kingdom of God manifests, there's a higher degree of the enemy's thing because you've ticked them off serving God. So we bless everybody that was here Sunday afternoon, those praying and those that got prayer. Thank you, Lord, for this report. Give them the baby you want them to have. And bless the prayer people that were the prayer team. Teach us your ways, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen.